Hi, and welcome to the Home Talk Guys radio show with us, Ken and Mark. We are the Home Talk Guys broadcasting once again from the Big Bucks Coffee House and Wild Game Cafe here in the heart of our bucolic little town. Yeah, you know, this place really gets me in the Christmas spirit. I love how they decorate in here. They even have a mount of a reindeer on the wall back there with a glowing red nose. Unbelievable. (laughs) And you know what's exciting? Almost everybody from town will be here a little later on for the annual Big Bucks Christmas Sing-Along. I love when we sing Oh Holy Night. Oh, yeah. My favorite is Over the River and Through the Woods. Um, Hey, speaking of rivers, did you hear about the guy that jumped off the Sawmill River Bridge this week? I did hear about it. there was a jumper, but but I don't know any of the details. Well, I got the lowdown from Farmer McDonald. Okay, so what happened? Was it a local guy? Come on, man, spit it out. Well, Farmer McDonald was heading into town to deliver a load of fresh, free-range chicken eggs. Along his way, he came up to the Sawmill Valley Bridge. Wait, 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 wait. Free-range chicken eggs? I've been to McDonald's Farm. How much space do chickens have to have to roam on for it to be called a range? <laughs> Technically, not much. They just generally need the opportunity to go outside for some portion of their day, and he doesn't charge them rent either. It's free. <laughs> but, hey, let me finish my story. Well, hey, you're the one who th- that mentioned these free range. Of course, you know, free range eggs may or may not offer any benefit other over regular eggs, and, and don't even get me started on organic. <laughs> hey. Do you know the meaning of the term egghead? Funny. (laughs) Just making sure we have all the facts. So go ahead, finish your story. Finally. um, So uh, let's see. I left off with Farmer McDonald uh, driving onto the Sawmill Valley Bridge with his load of fresh, free-range eggs. As he entered the bridge, he noticed a guy on the railing ready to jump. Wow. Did did McDonald at least try to stop him? Of course he did. You know, he's a a good-hearted guy. He stopped his pickup, ran up to the guy and said, Hey, fella, stop. Come on down off of there. Why are you doing this? Nice. But uh, obviously, I guess, unfortunately, he couldn't change the guy's mind. Well, the guy replied, Why should I come down? I have no reason to live. Farmer McDonald thought for a second and said, Hey, think of your wife and children. And the guy responded, Hey, I don't have a wife or any kids. Well, then think of your parents, McDonald said. They died years ago, the guy responded. Wow, poor fella. Is that when he jumped? No, no. Farmer McDonald thought for another second. Then he made one more effort. Well, then, think of the great general, Robert E. Lee, McDonald said. Very smart. This is the South. Well, yeah, except unfortunately the guy replied, who's that? Ouch. Well, that's when Farmer McDonald abruptly gave up. Jump, you dang Yankee, McDonald shouted. (laughs) Come on, another of your silly stories. We have a Christmas radio show to do, and you're taking our time with that. Hey, hey, I share a little news, and you get all worked up. Uh, By the way, the river was so high from all the rain, it turned out after the guy jumped, all he got was a couple scratches and ended up swimming out downstream. But now I'm ready to go for the show. Yeah, well, that's interesting news. Uh, You want to hear some real news? Some news on Santa's Christmas Herculean feat? Uh, You know, as as long as you don't tell me what he's bringing me, I want it to be a surprise. (laughs) Cole shouldn't come as a surprise. Hey, hey, hey. I'll have you know I've been good all year. Okay, okay. So 
a group of NASA engineers and mathematicians decided that government time would be wisely <laughs> spent calculating some Santa facts. Oh, boy. Well, that's probably more effective use of the taxpayer funds than what Congress does with it. Man, I can't argue with that. Anyway, they calculated there are approximately 2 billion children, that's persons under 18 in the world. However, since Santa generally does not visit uh, <laughs> people of Muslim, Hindu, Jewish, or Buddhist faith, this reduces the workload for Christmas night to about 15% of the total, or 378 million uh, children. Uh, that's according to the Population Reference Bureau. At an average census rate of 3.5 children per household, that comes to 108 million homes, presuming that there is at least one good child in each house. Well, I know there's one at my house. <laughs> what about that guy you cut off on the freeway ramp earlier this week? Hey, he needs to learn what yield means and which driver entering the freeway has to yield. I was technically right on the money in that case. <laughs> okay, whatever. Now, listen, Santa has about 31 hours of Christmas to work with, thanks to the different time zones in the rotation of the Earth, assuming he travels east to west. This works out to 967.7 visits per second. <laughs> this is to say that for each Santa-believing household in which a good child lives, Santa has around one one-thousandth of a second to park the sled, hop out, jump down the chimney, fill the stockings, distribute the remaining presents under the tree, eat whatever yummy snacks have been left for him, get back up the chimney, hop back into the sleigh, and get to the next house. Oh, boy, I guess that explains his weight. His weight? Yeah, you betcha. When you're moving that fast, you got to burn some serious calories. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but you actually made a valid point, uh, sort of. Anyway... If we assume for this exercise that each of these 108 million stops is evenly distributed around the Earth, we are not now talking about 0.78 miles per household, making for a total trip of 75.5 million miles, not counting bathroom stops and breaks. This means Santa's sleigh is moving, get this, at 650 miles per second or 3,000 3, times the speed of sound. The speed of sound, wait a minute, the speed of sound depends on the type of medium and the temperature of that medium, if <laughs> okay. you want to get the facts. Okay, how about air? Oh, well then, let's say at 68 degrees, even though it's wintertime, the speed of sound in the air is about 767.5 miles per hour. So 3,000 times 767.5 Let's see, that's about, wow, he's he's really moving. He's going over 2 million miles an hour in that sleigh. <laughs> For purposes of com comparison, uh, given that information, the fastest man-made vehicle, the Ulysses Space Probe, moves at a pokey 27.4 miles per second. Well, you know, that that's really like uh, 98,000 miles per hour, a little faster than 98,000 miles per hour, <laughs> which is still... Slow compared to uh, over 2 million miles an hour. Santa can move. And, you know, conventional reindeer can run at best about 15 miles per hour. Where do, where do you find a conventional reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. To get to 650 miles per second, which is what it ends up, Santa's reindeer are doing some serious training in the off-season. You don't think they're on roids, do you? <laughs> Steroids? I doubt it. Uh, perhaps a lot of Red Bull. <laughs> Anyway, 
Payload of the sleigh, get this, adds another interesting element. Assuming that each child gets nothing more than a medium-sized Lego set, which weighs about two pounds, the sleigh is carrying over 500,000 tons, <laughs> not counting the big man himself. On land, a conventional reindeer can maybe pull 300 pounds. Even granting that flying reindeer could pull 10 times the normal amount, the job can't be done with just eight or nine of rain, eight or nine reindeer. <laughs> Santa would need 360,000 reindeer. Whoa, whoa, that's <laughs> a big herd. And this increases a payload, not counting the weight of Santa, uh, to more than 600,000 tons. You know what? All of this just builds my faith in how amazing Santa Claus really is. <laughs> You are a glass half full kind of guy. Anyway, the 600,000 tons traveling at 650 miles per second creates enormous <laughs> air resistance. This would heat up the reindeer in the same fashion as a spacecraft re-entering the Earth's atmosphere. But for the unknown technology technology employed by know Santa. He special oh, technology. Oh, he's got all kinds of stuff. Uh, the lead peer pair of reindeer would absorb 14.3 quadrillion joules of energy <laughs> per second. In short, they would burst into flames almost instantaneously, exposing reindeer behind them and creating deafening sonic booms in their wake. The well, that would work, wake everybody up who's supposed to be asleep. <laughs> the entire reindeer team would be vaporized in 4.2 thousandths of a second or Right away. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't know. This whole thing is a little hard to believe. I, I think I'm in awe. Uh, I think maybe, though, what I better do is I better only just put out one piece of my world-famous fruitcake rather than several slices like last year. I don't want to unfairly consume too much of his time. <laughs> Good idea for multiple reasons. Now, uh, let's get on with the show. Okay, we are Ken and Mark, the Home Talk Guys, here to take your calls and emails on all things home and home repair. Our number is 615-791-7911. That's right, and our email is questions at hometalkguys.com. Okay, here's an email from Marnie. She writes, Dear Home Talk Guys, I enjoy listening to your show because you blend useful information with humor and a bit of nonsense. Whoa, 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 hold on nonsense i take exception to that statement you know she's obviously referring to the advice you give and it's not nonsense uh thanks i think but uh how do you know she's not referring to your advice well because all the advice i provide is based on years of experience research and evidence-based handiwork evidence-based handiwork huh well well mine is based on a reasonable degree of handyman certainty <laughs> <laughs> now, can we uh, finish reading the email, please? Okay. Proceed. All right. Marnie said, goes on to say, let's see here. I've been doing a lot of baking, getting ready for the Christmas season, and my oven has started to struggle to reach the desired temperatures I need. <laughs> Bad timing. She needs to pay her electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> my husband says we need to replace the element. Is that something we can do? My husband is a wonderful man, but not really gifted in the handyman skills. Thanks, Marnie, in Pittsburgh. Oh, man, Pittsburgh, huh? The home of Dom's Biscotti. Uh, <laughs> hey, Marnie, uh, you ought to learn how to make his biscotti. But she must be listening on the iHeart app or, or catching our podcast, which is available on most podcast sites under Home Talk Guys. Indeed. Marnie asks a good question, as many folks are timid to fiddle with their oven. Fiddle? <laughs> I haven't heard that word since Grandma sold her Davenport. 
you know, I like to keep trendy words from yesteryears alive. Kind of like the candidate that just recently went on a no malarkey tour. Another <laughs> word from yesteryears you don't hear much now. Uh, I don't think candidate no malarkey go together, though. <laughs> See, anyway, back to Marnie. Yes, her email begs a very fundamental question. Begs a fundamental question? What are you talking about? Changing the elements, not the fundamental question. The fundamental question is, where the heck her name came from? <laughs> you mean like the origin of Marnie? I know that. You know, remember growing up, we had a neighbor named Marnie. It's a girl's name of Latin and Greek derivation. It means from the sea or sparkling or shiny. Marnie is an alter alternate form of the Latin word marina from marine. And, of course, marine is a variant of the Greek marmara uh, from the sea of marmara. Hmm. For a guy who can't remember which day it is, you have some pretty <laughs> random information. I hope it's accurate. It's a gift. Uh, not exactly how I'd characterize it, but, hey, if you say so, uh, let's give Marnie some help anyway. Marnie, this is very likely a handy folk project you and your hubby can handle, even with limited handy folk talent. That's for sure. First, be sure to check your owner's manual and defer to your manufacturer's instructions. Barring something unique in your owner's manual, you'll need to know your oven manufacturer and the model number, which can often be found on the door or on the oven. Uh, use that information to, sec to secure the correct oven element. Once you have the correct element, before you do anything else, make sure you have plenty of cold cuts. Cold cuts? What? Yep, cold cuts. If they screw up the element replacement, they'll need something to carry them over until a professional <laughs> fixes their oven, okay? Well, they could always get some Dom's biscotti. Always <laughs> think of the possibilities. That's right. You never know because if you don't plan on something going wrong, it will go wrong. Let's see, Marnie. You won't need cold cuts in this case, though. Once you have the correct part, turn off the power to your oven at the breaker box and then unplug the oven. This way, there is no chance of any uh, unexpected injuries now remove the screws that secure the element to the oven pull the element four to five inches away from the back wall of the oven then remove the screws that hold the wires to the prongs on the element make certain i say make certain to note the way the wires are attached or what's even better is take a picture with your phone if you can just so you have a record because you're going to need to reattach them the exact same way. That's right. And once you've done this, install the new element into the oven, attaching the wires the same way as my brother said. Then screw the new element into the back of the oven. That's right. And then finally, when you're done with all that, plug the oven back in, and then go to the breaker box and turn the breaker back to the on position. You'll then want to test the oven. Uh, don't worry if you see a little smoke when the new element heats up. It's going to usually have a factory coating on it that needs to burn off. So it's going to put out a little smelly smoke. That's right. Now, this is critical, Marnie. We recommend testing your new elements uh, with a couple of filet mignon. Before putting the filets in the oven, please pan fry the steaks in high-quality butter with fresh herbs and garlic. Once the steaks get a nice sear on both sides, finish them off in your new hot oven until they've reached a medium well-done state. You'll want to give us a call uh, in plenty of time in advance so we can come over and taste the fillets to, to let you know if your new element's working properly. Yeah, and, and maybe consider throwing a chicken breast in there and some asparagus spears that you grilled and drizzled with oil and lightly salted to go with the fillets so we can truly determine 
if your oven is working properly. <laughs> well, Marty, we hope this helps. Thanks for listening up there in the Steel City. Have a great Christmas and oh, a happy boy. holiday. We nailed that one. Uh, yeah, let's take some time now for a word from an exclusive Home Talk Guys sponsor. This is the Home Talk Guys Radio Network. We'll be right back after this message. Emerald Stone here with another service from Backup Buddy Consulting. Have you had a project where someone is constantly trying to figure out one problem and can't get anything done? It's like, what if? What then? A little this way. No, a little that way. Fatter, thinner, this color, no that color, etc., etc. It just goes on and on. They have just one problem that they keep dissecting, but they don't ever take action. In the honeydew world, we call this ailment paralysis of analysis and we are here to help we have specially trained counselors who have been educated in the most up-to-date research on paralysis of analysis our counselors have the ability to assess the person and make sure they suffer from paralysis of analysis and not brain freeze brain freeze is also a common but different ailment usually diagnosed on larger home projects Our counselors have various means of questioning and badgering to slowly coerce a final decision from the patient. Coming to a solution will help relieve both yours and their anxiety. Work can now proceed and some other issue can be tackled. So, when you need an analysis of the paralysis of analysis, make a decision and call Backup Buddy. We're here. We've got your back. I think... Maybe. Well, I don't, I'm not sure. Huh. Whatever. Welcome back to the Home Talk Guys radio show. We are Ken and Mark, the Home Talk Guys, here to tackle your home and home repair questions. That's right. Think of us as the steel curtain of handymen. The steel curtain, huh? Man, you're going way back to the Pittsburgh Steelers of the 1970s. It doesn't get any better than that. You can call me Mean Joe Mark, (laughs) and you can reach me at 615-791-7911 or questions at hometalkguys.com. Mean Joe Mark, huh? As in Mean (laughs) Joe Green, the great Hall of Famer. That's right. You know, I think if he hears that comparison, he may come do some home remodeling at your place. (laughs) Whatever. Hey. Folks, let us help you with your home and home repair questions or anything else you'd like a second opinion with. We have an opinion about everything here. Oh, that's for sure. Okay. Hey, you ready for the brain twister? I sure am. Go ahead. Were you able to solve the last week's brain twister? Was I able to solve last week's brain twister? What kind of question is that? I'll have you know that I did a few theoretical physics nonlinear Schrodinger equations this morning, so I was good and ready for this brain twister. I even threw in a little quantum computing with Grover's logarithm, so fire away. You're so full of that. That explains the pocket protector in your shirt and that tape on the middle of your glasses. That's uncalled for. You're just jealous. No fooling you, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so let uh, let me reread last week's brain twister, and then you enlighten us with an answer. Here we go. Four fathers, two grandfathers, and four grandsons go to watch the new Jollywood movie, Handyman Hero, Invasion of the Popcorn Ceiling. <laughs> because of the high cost of movie theater food, they load up their pockets with snacks before heading to the theater. Once at the theater, they walk up to the ticket window to buy their tickets. The question was... 
what is the minimum number of tickets they need to buy? You know, you really need to bring in reinforcements to help develop the brain twisters. You're really, your brain twisters are really kind of facile. Maybe I designed them to be facile. Maybe I like facile. Uh, maybe facile is entertaining. <laughs> maybe. Uh, you have no idea what facile means, do you? <laughs> no. But I do know you haven't proffered an answer to the brain twister. The answer is six. That's amazing. You dance around and around just to get a single syllable answer using up time better spent helping our listeners. Hey, I don't dance. I glide. Think of me as the Mikhail Barishnikov of brain twisters. <laughs> oh, gosh. Just don't show up here in tights. Some things are not meant to be visualized. Hey, this is radio. They won't see me. <laughs> okay, so did we have a winner to last week's brain twister? Oh, man, we had multiple right answers. That's not really surprising, see, given how sharp our listeners are. Did you uh, select a winner from the correct answers? Indeed, I did. I placed all the correct answers in the stocking, and then I hung it by the chimney with care. And? Well, I lit a fire and read a book on masonry. Masonry? Why masonry? <laughs> I wanted to make certain that my chimney was properly dimensioned for Santa's descent. You know, you don't want anything impinging on the big guy's efforts to leave goodies under the tree. <laughs> okay, so back to a winner, huh? Uh, well, after finishing my book and a nice cup of green tea, I reached down into the stocking and I pulled out the name Russell H. from Birmingham. All right. Congratulations, Russell. We will be in touch soon. And hey, although you can't win more than once every 30 days, we hope you'll keep listening to the Home Talk guys. <coughs> Excuse me. In the great city of Birmingham, likely on our on the iHeartRadio app. You know, or... He may be listening to past shows on one of the many podcast sites like Google, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, or Anchor. All you do is search for the Home Talk Guys. You are correct. All right. Are you ready for this week's Brain Twister? Yep. All right. Here we go. Dr. Hertzum and his son go to the Sawmill Valley High School soccer fields to do uh, some soccer drills together. The soccer field is flat, obviously, and Dr. Hertzum winds up and kicks the ball 40 feet away. To his surprise, the soccer ball came back to him at the same speed without touching anything on its way, and neither his son nor anyone else touched the soccer ball. The question for this week's Brain Twister, how did Dr. Hertzum make the soccer ball do this? Boy, that's a really good question, but I'm even more impressed with how Dr. Hertzum is so dedicated to his son, and what's also impressive is this is one of the few times he did this without breaking anything during their outing. <laughs> That's true. Well, <laughs> if you think you know the answer or realize we probably don't, email your answer to mail at hometalkguys.com for a chance to win. The winner, selected at random from among all the correct answers we receive, will get their choice of a $25 gift certificate from Ace, Home Depot, or Lowe's. Well, you know, there's another option. They don't have to email it, or they could just tape their answer to a Caterpillar DAT bulldozer. Now, <laughs> it needs to have some specific options, like an AccuGrade ready air conditioner blade, a semi-U-blade, a single-angle tilter ops link ripper, multi-ultra-low sulfur diesel fuel change system, and a fast fill track. 
and then take it and drop both uh, the dozer and the answer off at the Lumberjack <laughs> Lodge. Attention to Mark only. A cat D-A-T, huh? As in um, like more than $700,000. You're serious about clearing your land, I guess. Man, I clear a lot more than just that. <laughs> hey, but I did learn a long time ago the right equipment makes tough work much easier. That's true. In fact, that could be a quote of the week. It's That's so true. Right. You know how hard it is, how time-consuming it is to try and remove a stump with a shovel, pick, and an axe? I've done that. Just imagine removing one with a track hoe or a, back, a bulldozer. That's amazing. That's right. You know, the right tool, as always, can make all the difference. In fact, do you know where Kim Jong-un gets all his tools? Kim Jong-un, huh? I have no idea, but something tells me you know. <laughs> he gets all his tools at home despot. Oh, jeez. Nice. I think this may be a good time to take a break for another word from an exclusive Home Talk Guy sponsor. Okay, this is the Home Talk Guys Radio Network. Master Baba Buzzcut here. As a new owner of Unky Dunky's Roundback Tonsorial, I want to invite you to try us out for all your grooming and toiletry needs. Our barbers have years of experience, and we guarantee the best cut of your life or your money back. We carry a full line of toiletries from shave cream to deodorant, and we have the smells that hard-working, handy people enjoy, like fresh-cut pine and oak, freshly-cut grass, that's the legal kind, compost, and even treated lumber. At Unky Dunkies, we still give a close, hot lather shave with a straight-blade razor, shopping the old-fashioned way on a real leather strap, and we have never had a customer bleed out. We also offer a true spit shine for your shoes while you wait, except on days when Homer forgets his chew or his teeth. At Unky Dunky's Roundback Tonsorial, we groom the men and women that build and rebuild this wonderful country. Yes, women, you are welcome to Unky Dunky's too. Layered, feathered, bobbed, knotted, or bunned with an easy-access pencil. We'll keep you the center of attention at the job site and the home site. We even offer discreet hot lather shades for those embarrassing lady mustaches. So come visit us at Unky Dunkies. Park in front of Porky's world-famous meatless barbecue and come round back for a grooming experience handy people rave about as unforgettable, hard to describe, unlike any other, and it'll grow back. Unky Donkey's Roundback Tonsorial. From head to toe, we groom for show. Welcome back to the Home Talk, guys. We are Ken and Mark here to answer your home and home repair questions. That's right. You can call us at 615-791-7911. Our phone does work. Or email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. You know, as folks are or have just gone through the holiday decorating ritual, decorating is still fresh on most handy folks' minds. It sure is. And, you know, there's still those people who do the Christmas tree set up and decorating on Christmas Eve. So they've still got time. And what what makes this all even more exciting is we were lucky enough earlier today to have world-famous designer Ivante Egon in our studio. And we're going to play a recording of that interview now. Ms. Egon, we are honored to have you join us on our humble show. Thank you, my darlings. 
Your travels around the world have exposed you to much in the way of holiday decorating, I'm sure. Yes, I have been to the four corners of the world. And experienced amazing celebrations? It must have been mm, excessive. Lights, candles, bright colors adorning myriad objects is too much. Well, you know, our little town is beginning preparations for the holidays. What designing advice can you share with us? In Russia, we have seen Vishat Lapu Nanushi. It means to hang noodles on the ears. Uh, in America, you call BS. In other words, you, Americans, are losing the meaning of the holiday through excess. Can you give us an example? Think of your Christmas tree. It symbolizes life in the midst of death. You think a Christmas tree is excessive? Oh, no, my darlings. It is your decorating, excessive lights, bulbs. And what is this tinsel? It is overdone. It masks the true meaning. So what do you suggest? Focus on simplicity. That's the beauty of minimalist design. An unassuming star atop the tree to direct one's thoughts heavenward. A single bulb to remind all that life is a lonely journey. Well, what about wreaths and garland? A barren wreath with a single black bow. You mean red bow and no greenery on the wreath? Did I say red? Uh, no. Oh, good. Just cold, hard, metal frame symbolizing this mortal existence punctuated with a black bow to represent death. Oh, 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 oh cold and hard. Oh, reminds me of my Boris. What? Oh, never mind. But doesn't a barren wreath detract from the cheer of the season? No, it begs the onlooker to seek solace in the season, rather than getting lost in the excess. Brilliant. I see your point. Yeah, and I see yours. It's on top of your head. This is crazy. And uh, what of Santa? Well, in Russia, we have Father Frost or Dead Moroz. You Americans indulge your Santa in excess with his portly belly and jolly laugh. Russian Father Frost is frigid and gaunt like life. Frigid and gaunt? Santa? And stockings hung by the fire? No stockings. An old worn shoe to be filled with candy and lumps of coal to warm the heart and the home. Your ideas will certainly speed up holiday decorating, <laughs> that's for sure. Holidays are for introspection. Decoration should assist in focusing the mind and spirit, not distract it. Wow, I can't believe it. But in an odd sort of way, I'm starting to see your point. Simplify so the reason for the season is the focus. Ha <laughs> ha, now who's the crazy one? I must go. Well, if you're in town later today, please join us at Big Buck's Coffee House for a Christmas carol sing-along 
All the folks from the Sawmill Valley will be there, and I'm sure they'd love to see you. Oh, charming, I am sure. Now, I must go. I have interview with opera. You must mean Oprah. No, opera. I am told is local opera singer named Vini. Prochet. What? Russian. Goodbye. Well, thanks again. Hope you can stop by tonight. You know, I bet her opera singer is Vinny of Max and Vinny. Boy, is she in for a surprise. Hey, you know, he has a pretty nice voice. She uh, makes minimalism designs seem almost excessive <laughs> to me. Yeah, she's, she's one of a kind, no doubt. Hey, how about we knock off another email? Okay, here's one from... Doug from Big Cove, he writes, Dear Home Talk guys, I am the lone guy in a house with five females. Oh, man, five females? Poor guy's probably contacting us because he never gets a word in around the house. <laughs> Sounds to me like the TV show Big Love. <laughs> Big Love? Is that a spinoff from Biggest Loser? <laughs> no, but I, I see where you're coming from. Hey, Dougie. Hey, may I call you Dougie? <laughs> Hey, allow me to share some advice our mother gave to our sisters, and you may want to share with your daughters. Cook a man a fish, and you feed him for a day. <laughs> Teach a man to fish. You can get rid of him for the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't remember Mom ever saying that. Well, and you wonder why you were always getting in trouble for not listening. Whatever. Anyway, Doug goes on. That's Dougie. Dougie, <laughs> Dougie goes on. One of the females is my wife, and the other four are my daughters. Oh, man. I hope you have a good job, Dougie. And are you a saver? Or better yet, consider educating your girls on how to elope. Hey, hey, come <laughs> on. Weddings can be expensive, but that's because so often folks lose sight of the ceremony import and get caught up with the worldly stuff. It's the wedding ceremony that should be the focus. The reception afterwards is a time to celebrate two becoming one. It needn't be inspect and expensive, that's for sure. In fact, in my opinion, stuffy highbrow receptions are seldom as fun as the ones in church gyms or backyards. Hmm. Yeah, or, or the VFW. <laughs> well, I feel for the guy. You know, four daughters, he needs some whys in his life. Some whys, like the YMCA? No. Like, why do I have $4? No. You know, <laughs> females have two X sex chromosomes and are called the homeogametic sex. And males have an XY sex chromosomes and are called the heterogametic sex. Poor Dougie needs a Y. Boys are great. But uh, daughters are also awesome. They just grow up too fast, whether it's a Y or a double X. Well, Dougie, hope we've helped. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I haven't even read his question yet. Come on. The guy has four daughters. What else can be on his mind other than the weddings that are coming? <laughs> well, if you'll let me read the rest of his email, we'll find out. Okay, I'll listen. But, but no, know... hey, 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 no buts. Let me read. Doug says, the sink in my girl's bathroom has stopped up, and I've plunged it, drain cleaned it, used hot water, and nothing works. Can you help? Thanks, Doug from Big Cove. Ooh. Okay, we can help because this is going to be much easier than dealing with all those wedding plans. Well, that's for sure. Doug, the simplest next step after trying everything you've done is to ha is to remove and clean the P-trap. That's right. That's the U-shaped pipe under your sink. If your bathroom sink is blocked, clogged, or not draining properly, the usual case is a blocked U-shaped pipe commonly referred to as a P-trap. Clearing one of these babies is relatively e easy, relatively easy, and you don't have to be an experienced plumber to do it. That's for sure, because I can do it. 
You'll need, you will need a bucket uh, because the P-trap retains a small amount of water to prevent sewer gases from getting back into your house. And that water will need to be emptied. And that water may be a little stinky, That's so true. be prepared. So place the bucket under the P-trap and then go about unscrewing the rings at the start and end of the P-trap. And the good thing is if they're plastic, you may be able to twist those by hand. <coughs> Excuse me, by hand. If it's metal or you're unable to otherwise loosen it, grab a wrench or a pair of channel locks and loosen both ends. That's right. Have that bucket ready to catch the water because it will leak out. And then after you unhook it, you're going to want to dump the rest of the water out. Now, remove any and all hair and junk that's in that P-trap. You can use a flex brush to remove gunky waste. That's right. Now just reverse the process. Place the pipe back in place. Remember that the long side faces the sink drain. Fasten tight. But don't be a brute. Good word, resurrection. I'll add that to the list of trendy words from yesterday. What's that, brute? Yeah. Now, Doug, you'll want to check for leaks. Do this by turning on the water to check if drainage is okay. Let it run for 15 to 30 seconds. Be sure the bucket is still ready to catch in case you have a leak. That's right. And if it leaks, make sure it's fastened right. If that's not the case, you may need some pipe dope or Teflon tape. That's right. And, and in plumbing, you can tighten them too much. And so just be careful you don't over tighten them because that will still make it leak. It w- you wouldn't think that. But anyhow, good luck, Dougie. With five females in the house, this is a skill you will want to develop as it will come in handy. <laughs> much like a shotgun resting on your lap when the boys come calling. <laughs> you know, we get a lot of questions on paint and painting. So it's exciting that we were finally able to get famed Sawmill Valley painter Howie to allow our traveling microphone to tag along. <laughs> Not only a painter, but, you know, he's also a poet and a pianist. Howie is a triple threat. Let's give a listen and see if we can pick up some painting tips. All right. Hey, nice place, man. Thanks. We worked hard to make our little house a home. Hey, did you just get here from across the pond? No, but we, we did just recently move here to the valley. Home is where the heart is, man, so it's cool to be invited into your home. Well, here's the small parlor we'd like you to paint. Cool. Hey, do you play the piano? No, that piano came from my wife's parents. She plays a little. Eh, Me too, man. Mind if I tickle the ivories? No, have at it. I'll go get the paint swatches to show you. say you play more than a little that was very good oh thanks man 
My parents wanted me to be a concert pianist, so to please them, I got my degree in music. So how'd you get into painting? Oh, it's in my soul, man. Painting and poetry. Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. Wow, that's uh, that's wonderful. No, that's that's Hank Longfellow. I elected to paint my footprints in the sand. Well, okay. Uh, here, here's the paint swatches. The darker for the walls and the lighter for the ceilings. All the trim and white. Oh. No problem, man. I can have it done in a week. A week? It's a small room, and we were hoping to have it done in a few days. Oh, no can do, man. Michelangelo took five years to paint the Sistine ceiling, and you want an entire room in a few days? <laughs> Art can't be rushed, man. But uh, I had another painter quote the job. And he said he could get it done in a day and a half. Cool. I met a man who had a plan to be a big star. He set his way, then chose to play. He never got very far. Uh, what's that mean? Uh, artist or paint slinger. There are painters that sling paint to cover a surface and move on to sling more paint. You've heard of gun slingers. Well, there are paint slingers, but I'm not one of them. Well, uh, you do come highly recommended. Is it true you sometimes nap on clients' couches? Hey, man, a few Z's while I have a little creative mind expansion? Sure. More artists becoming one. See? You get it. Well, a week, huh? Okay. Cool, man. I'll start tomorrow morning, bright and early. Ooh, seven? Eight? No, man. That's still night. Maybe ten or eleven. All right. Just promise me you'll be done in a week. Hey, man. Time is too slow for those who wait. Too swift for those who fear. Too long for those who grieve. And too short for those who rejoice. But man, for those who love, time is not. Hank Van Dyke. <laughs> so I'll uh, take that as a confirmation that you'll be done in a week. Not to worry, man. You mind if I do some stretches on your porch before I leave? Stretches? I, uh, I guess not. We'll uh, see you mid-morning. Uh... I mean, bright and early tomorrow. That Howie, he certainly displays characteristics of the uh, uber-talented. Yeah, you know, I had him paint a room in my house, and when I came home for lunch, he was doing yoga. <laughs> not yogurt, <laughs> not eating yogurt. He was doing yoga. yoga. But, but, man, can he paint. Hey, how about a word from the Home Talk Guy's resident etymologist? What? Wait a minute. Is somebody pregnant? <laughs> That's gynecologist. I said etymologist. You know, you ding-a-ling. It's time for word and quote of the week. Uh, oh, good. Boy, you had me concerned there for a second. Okay, this week's word is ontomonopoeia. 
Fun to say, and it means formation of a word by imitation of a sound made by or associated with its referent. For example, swish, meow, honk, <laughs> and boom. Onomatopoeia. Sounds to me like an Italian indicating a need to use the restroom. <laughs> hey, that reminds me of Benny's joke. If you're an American when you're outside the bathroom, what are you when you're inside the bathroom? <laughs> European. <laughs> Boy, Nona would be none too happy with that comment. That's true. Let me go right into this week's uh, quote of the week. And this is, in building and in relationships, success requires a strong foundation. Wow, very good. Thanks. I'm kind of like the Dr. Phil of home improvement. Dr. Phil, huh? I wondered why you moved a couch into your office. Uh, do you need to talk? Negatory, good buddy. Hey, let's uh, take a brief commercial break from another exclusive Home Talk Guy sponsor. Big John here, the head man at House of Thrones Plumbing Supply, where our business is helping you get rid of your business. Our warehouse is everything needed to replace your head, elbows, and bladder. You can do it yourself with no doctor visit required. Starting today, we're selling the new Get Out Shower Head. It's just one of many new plumbing fixtures with artificial intelligence on the market today. It easily replaces your existing shower head and is operated by your smartphone. And don't worry, it's password protected. Perfect for teenagers, you can program the shower head to shut down after a predetermined time. Only a command from your phone will allow the water to flow again for the same person. To avoid catching people with shampoo in their hair or half-shaven legs, you can program the water to taper from warm to stone cold up to three minutes before complete shutdown. This is an effective and humane way to provide notice to quickly wrap up the cleansing process. Another great feature of the Get Out Showerhead is facial recognition. That's right, you can limit a person to one or two showers a day. If the system recognizes someone exceeding their limit, it won't let the water flow. Nice, huh? If you and your spouse are going away and leaving college kids at home, use the solo-only feature. If the system detects more than one person in the shower at the same time, no water will flow. We'll just leave it at that. And the Get Out Showerhead offers complete privacy to bathers as the facial recognition feature does not take, keep, or store any images. So come see us and pick up your own Get Out Showerhead. It may save you more than just money. For House of Thrones, this is Big John saying, have a drip-free day. Welcome back to the Home Talk Guys radio show. Hey, hey, I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces from here in the Sawmill Valley, and Clayton T. is walking up to the stage. I think it's time for that little Sawmill Valley Christmas sing-along. You ready? Ready. Man, I live for this. Let's go join in. Good evening, folks, and welcome to Big Buck's Coffee House and Wild Game Cafe. This is our first annual Sawmill Valley holiday get-together. I'm Clayton T. Kenworth, and the T stands for tenor. One of the things we're going to do for this event is replace our usual up-and-comer showcase with a holiday song done by our own Sawmill Valley residents and some of the Home Talk Guys contributors. The song will be Jingle Bells, 
and the VFD is recording it for posterity. What does posterity mean? They will be selling copies to help raise money for their presence for Tots Drive. Now let's see, who's going to be in that singing group? Looks like it will include Slim Jim, myself, Clayton T. Kenworth, former country music singer, Ivanta Egon, Buzz Cut, Dr. Hertzum and his son, Junior, and of course, Shirley, you ask. Dashing through the snow in one horse open sleigh, over the fields we go. Laughing all the way. Bells on the bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Jingle bells, jangle bells, jangle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride. And soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. Dashing through the snow in one horse open sleigh. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh, well engineered. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in the one horse open sleigh. That was fun. Let's uh, finish the show, then go back in and join with some more singing. Okay, but, uh, okay, here we go. Here are some tips to help keep it a safe holiday season at home. Carefully inspect your holiday light strings and discard any with frayed cords, cracked lamp holders, or loose connections. If you have to replace bulbs, unplug the light string and be sure to match the voltage and wattage to the original bulb. And always turn off holiday lights when you leave the house unattended, even when you go to bed. Yeah, and, and remember, we have our Christmas tree tips to keep your tree as fresh as possible. The main one is to make sure the tree holder is full of water. You can check out all those tips on... Uh, one of our past shows, which are on Google, Apple, iHeart, and most other podcast services. You just have to search for the Home Talk Guys. Or, even better, you can go to our website, hometalkguys.com, and click on the Listen button. It'll take you to all the old shows. That's right. Now, never connect more than one extension cord together. Instead, use a single cord that's long enough to reach the outlet without stretching, but not so long that it can easily get tangled. That's right. And when hanging outdoor lights, keep the electrical connectors off the ground because they're going to get wet and away from metal rain gutters. Use insulated tape or plastic clips instead of metal nails or tacks to hold everything in place. 
read, understand, and follow the manufacturer instructions for gas logs and all indoor heating sources. We don't want anyone hurt this holiday season. You know, and as we often say, test your smoke alarms monthly to make sure they work. And be sure you have a properly properly working smoke and carbon monoxide alarm on every level of your home, especially near sleeping areas, and you should have a fire extinguisher. That's right, one and it's fully charged. And finally, be sure not to store combustible materials such as gasoline, propane, paper, chemicals, paint, rags, and cleaning products near your gas furnace. In fact, gasoline and propane cylinders should be stored outside the home. This is all good stuff to know, and we have more stuff on our website under monthly checklist. That's right. But hey, wait a minute here. They're getting ready to sing my favorite tearjerker Christmas song. Silent Night? No. The song is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. So let's wrap this up. (laughs) Tearjerker, huh? Well... Okay, we sure appreciate you all listening and checking out our podcast. We hope you have learned a little, laughed a little, and we hope you'll tell a friend to join us next week for another edition of the Home Talk Guys radio show, home of the Honeydew Eradication Association. We hope you have a great, safe, and enjoyable, uplifting Christmas and holiday season, and please remember the reason for this celebratory time of the year. And remember to check us out online at hometalkguys.com. We have all the brain twisters are there. Our podcasts are available on Google, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Anchor, and most podcast services. You just got to search for the hometalkguys.com. That's right. Thanks again for listening. Now, let's go out and do some good. Enjoy the holiday season. You think they'll want me to play my spoons on this next song? Hey, folks, after we end today's show, listen to We Have a Good Christmas Song. That's right. It's a Christmas song from the article's called One Day of Peace. Hey, hey Max, good night and happy holidays. Good night to Vincenzo. Happy holidays and a merry Christmas.
Freed and goodwill replace greed. Let the bullet is right. 